What's going on gamers? Welcome back to The Graveyard. I'm The Graveyard Gamer and thank you for joining me for this episode of Graveyard Gaming. Now in today's episode, I want to talk about some unfinished business I have with a few games. I've talked about this in the past, but now I want to come back and I want to do it again. And this one is more about the goals that I had set out that I hadn't accomplished that still kind of bug me. They're still in the back of my mind that I'm like, you know what, I would like to go back and do that. Then I want to talk about an idea I have to kind of update the PS5 UI to to bring a requested feature back. It's an idea that I think would work. And then I'm going to re-bring up something I brought up about a year ago. I'm going to talk about it again. Something that I just think PlayStation should do. Because I think it would be a lot of fun. It would be really cool. And of course, we have a graveyard shift that is packed. And I can't wait to tell you all about it. So with that being said, let's talk about that unfinished business. So gamers, when I'm talking about unfinished business, understand this doesn't necessarily mean that these are games that I didn't finish or I have to go back and beat. These could just be goals in these games that I want to get to. You know, I put the game away maybe, or more than likely, honestly, I should say, because I had a backlog at some point in time and I just couldn't spend the extra time in the game to do extra stuff. Once I got done with the main mission and done a lot of the, you know, side stuff that I wanted to, I had to move on. I couldn't spend all that extra time doing, you know, these little core objectives that I personally said, you know, I'd like to do this in this game. Now that I don't have a backlog, now that that is done, for the most part, there's a few side things I'd like to do in some of my recent games, but I don't have like this whole list of games I got to get through. It allows me more time to actually spend doing this stuff, and I love that. The only issue, though, is time. I have more time to do it, but I have less gaming time than I've had in a while so i kind of have to be careful how i do that when you consider you got god of war ragnarok you got plagues you got all these cool new games coming out so it's a matter of can i still squeeze in these unfinished tasks i'd like to but let's get to the point here what is the unfinished business and what are the games that i have it in and let's talk about the first one on this list and this list is in no particular order the first one i'm gonna talk about though is sleeping dogs look sleeping dogs came out when i was kind of in a big backlog like my biggest backlog really happened from 2015 until 2020 it seemed like between always getting new games and then getting those quote-unquote rainy day sales games I just was non-stop with a backlog and it was really pressuring I'm not gonna lie well the end of 2017 I finally got to play sleeping dogs and I gotta tell you I absolutely love the game start to finish I was having a blast with it but again, I finished the game. I wanted to do plenty of the extra side stuff. Honestly, this is a platinum chase for me. This is a game that I do feel like if I went back to and really spent the time with it, I could get a platinum. Now for me, the unfinished business is just going back and completing some of the side stuff, trying some more stuff out, enjoying the combat, enjoying some of the side missions I didn't do and all the stuff you can do. If doing that allows me to chase that platinum, then I am all for it. But Sleeping Dogs definitely, unfortunately, got stuck in the middle of that backlog and I just didn't have the extra time to spend to it. So for me, I would love to go back and just experience this world and potentially Platinum Chase. The next one is definitely a Platinum Chase, and that is my replay of Batman Arkham Knight. I'll speak to Batman Arkham Knight a little bit, actually, in my graveyard shift. However, I will just say that it was in 2020 that I said, you know what, I'm going to replay Batman Arkham Knight. I'm going to do it on New Game Plus because I want to get the Platinum Trophy. And ultimately, I don't have a lot of trophies left. I have playing through a new game plus, I have doing eight jumps in the game, and I have essentially just getting stars. And I think there's a combo one, getting so many moves in a combo, and then getting the AR stars. Not too bad, especially replaying the game will kind of allow me to get familiar with the combat again. But this was such an amazing game. I've talked about it till I'm blue in the face. 
I like getting Platinums for games that I truly enjoy because it's like that final stamp of approval. This is one of my favorite games of the PS4 generation. It's actually my favorite game in that series, so I really just want to get that Platinum. But again, I've talked about this for over two years now, and I've made barely any progress. I really thought over the last year I would have done it, but I didn't even play it. So ultimately, that's why it's unfinished business. It just keeps getting pushed to the past, but I just can't shut the lid on it. I just can't walk away. Next on the list is Spider-Man Miles Morales. Okay, this is probably the most oddball one. I think I've talked about it on this show before, but ultimately, I played through it on the PS4. I did pretty much everything you could do, with the exception of a few trophies. Like, I didn't get the combo for, I think, 50 and 100, right? Well, on top of that, there's also getting all the upgrades and playing on New Game Plus. However, I did play through it on New Game Plus and get the rest of those trophies and the Platinum, but it was for the PS5. I don't know why. I should be satisfied getting that Platinum for the PS5 and be happy with it, but there's something ever since it got in my brain, like, hey, if I just play through it again on PS4 and just loaded up that save file and actually sat there and got the combo trophies and did New Game Plus, I could get the Platinum on PS4 as well. And yes, it's two Platinums for one game. However, there's just something about it that makes me go, it's unfinished. Like It's right there. All I got to do is do it. I love this game. Why would I not go back and do it? So it... It's again, it's outside the box. It's a little bit weird, you know, I get that, but it's one of those platinum chases that just feels like I need to do it because I had done so much on the PS4 and the PS4, and this is probably it. The PS4 was the one that I always said, I'm going to go back and do it. Well, when I went back and do it, I had to upgrade to PS5 and it was like, well, I'm going to do it on this. And there's just something about not doing on the PS4 that just kind of goes, hmm, I need to do that. Would I have done it on the PS5 if the situation had been reversed? Probably. I'm not going to lie. But I really want to do that. Don't get me wrong. Like I said, it's a little odd. So it's at the bottom of this list, but it's definitely there. Next up is MLB The Show 19. That's right, 19. I want to finish my franchise mode. I have said that for a while. I actually got really close last baseball season in 2021. I'm in August, I believe, with my Red Sox. And my credit character is killing it. I've got so many records for Most games with a hit in a season in a row, like I think he's up to 100. I think I just finished getting the home run record in a season. I think I have doubles in a season. Like it's so much. I've done so amazing with my creative character. But again, I'm only in August. I have two months to go till I can get to the World Series. It's like, why have I not finished this? And it constantly just nags at me. And I would have thought this past summer I would have done more. I'm not going to lie. I blame the Red Sox. My Red Sox have failed me pretty horribly this past baseball season but after watching the world series it just rekindled that fire of like dude i cannot buy a new baseball game until i get through this franchise i cannot walk away from this franchise i've done too much i have to do it and trust me i've already talked to my good friend hulking yoda over at lost at sea gaming gaming podcast right here on anchor about how i want mlb the show 22 potentially 23 at this point because i actually want to create my own team And I've talked to him all about the designs and the name. And he's excited to see it as well. But I got to get past MLB, the show 19 franchise. I have to. Next up is Fallout 4. Again, this is another platinum chase. When I was playing this game, it was actually a couple months before Sleeping Dogs. You know, it started off a little rocky, but I fell in love with the game. A couple months ago, I actually loaded up and played through it and really was loving my time with it as well. And ultimately, I've looked at it so many times as, you know what? This is actually not a hard platinum. And if I just continue doing what I was doing, it's not bad. It's really down to the side stuff, the miscellaneous stuff, and collecting the bobbleheads. Like, 
dude, I could do that. I almost a couple of weeks ago picked up the Ultimate Edition of Fallout 4 that came with all the DLC and everything, but I actually stopped myself. I said, nope, until you get the Platinum and do everything in the base game, don't even think of buying the DLC because it's just going to sit there and go to waste. So that's kind of a, a double goal for me. Like, hey, go through, get the Platinum, boom. That's the goal that I had set for myself at this point. Oh, man, uh, five years ago. That's how long it's been. So complete that goal. And then think about the DLC that I've been wanting to try out since then. So that's kind of where I'm at with that. But unfinished, I need to get that Platinum. And last one is Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2. My issue with this game is I've never got past the final mission in each one. Actually, the next to last level in both Tony Hawk 1 and Tony Hawk 2, I haven't got enough uh, goals to move on to the final level. Which my whole thing for beating it is one, you know, yes, I wanted the satisfaction of beating it. But I wanted to do a review for you guys last year on the game. Ultimately, I couldn't because I, I felt like, yeah, I could talk about them. I, you know, hey, I played through all the levels except for, you know, two in each of the games. The next to last one in both and the last one, obviously. But it just didn't feel right. It didn't feel right without at least experiencing those levels to be able to tell you. So that is my goal. I want to go back. I want to put the time in. I want to complete one and two so that I can give you guys a review. Now, I have two off-the-wall ones. These may never happen, but they just feel unfinished. And that is Mad Max and Watch Dogs. And if you've listened to this show, you know my feelings. You know with Watch Dogs, I actually had to realize, like, dude, you just got to walk away because you're not enjoying it. With Mad Max, it was the exact same thing. I had got very frustrated with it and walked away. But here's the deal on both of those. Here's why I give them a caveat, why I included them on this list. I had really enjoyed Mad Max, for example, a lot until I just got really kind of bored with it. I didn't like having to do all the side stuff. But I kind of wonder, and I'm going to come back. And then with Watch Dogs, I never truly got into it. I didn't hate it, but I just never could really get into it. Now, the shared commonality between both of them is simple. I had a backlog when I was playing them, more so in Mad Max. In Mad Max, I had a huge backlog that I was still trying to get to. See, I'd cleared out my backlog in 2020 that had bothered me for so long. Then when I found out I was going to go on another year-long uh, separation from my family due to work, I actually regrew my backlog. And so it was kind of not as much pressure as I had been previously, but still enough games that I wanted to continue moving on to the next one. And Mad Max just got me frustrated. So I've kind of sat there and wondered, hmm, was Mad Max a victim of, hey, the game itself? Or was Mad Max a victim of me kind of going, okay, I've spent 20 hours in this world. I don't like doing side stuff because I want to keep moving on. I want to keep going. So I've kind of caveated that one, like maybe. Watch Dogs, I was finishing up that backlog and I kind of wonder if that was in my mind like okay once I get through this then I can get through the next game and I can be done with the the backlog I think actually when I finished Watch Dogs I had Shinmu 3 and Yakuza Like a Dragon and I think maybe maybe that was like subconsciously like dude this is the one that's holding me up till I can get to these last two and be done so it's almost worth it in my mind to give these games another shot I'm not saying I am but it does feel like unfinished business just because of those caveats to them so gamers, like I said, I don't really have a controversy corner this week, but I wanted to bring an idea about how to bring back a feature from the PS4 to the PS5 that people want, and that is themes. See, Sony came out and said, hey, look, because of the way the UI works with the PS4, we can't put themes in. And that might be true in the traditional sense. If you have a PS4, you know what I'm talking about. Basically, you would get a theme. You would get a picture, and it would be, for example, The Last of Us 2, and it would take up the background and no matter where you went whatever tab you were on that was the background maybe you'd even have different sound effects for whatever tile you were in however with the ps5 
each game tile has its own specific background. It's what I'm assuming the developers put in the backup. For example, if you're playing God of War, when you go on that little tile for God of War, the background changes to whatever picture the developers put back there. Right? And then it'll say, like, play, eject disc, whatever it may say underneath it, show you some trophy info. And then if you go to, for example, Lost Judgment, you'll get a different picture because it'll be focused on Lost Judgment. That's where I think we could utilize themes. They could be specific to the game and the game tile. So if you pre-ordered God of War Ragnarok and you got a really spiffy God of War Ragnarok theme, it wouldn't affect the entire dashboard. It would only affect it when you were on that particular card tile. So you go to God of War and now in the background, it's different than what I would have because I have the base model. Or if I go to Lost Judgment and let's say they could do some cool things here. This is another thing I was thinking is rewards. They've done it on the PS4. I know with Spider-Man, Horizon, Days Gone, I know I actually got a Platinum and they actually gave me a special theme. And they could do that here as well. So say, you know, three of us. Say me, I got the Platinum in God of War Ragnarok. So I can actually put on the background tile a really cool Platinum Edition theme. So when I go on there, it looks cool. But let's say my good friend Hulking Yoda, he got the pre-order bonus so he has a different theme that i don't have access to because i didn't pre-order and then let's say somebody else down the street they just bought the game they're just playing the game they have the standard one from the developers or maybe you just like the standard one better but it gives you options it gives you a way to customize things and i think everybody enjoys that customization i think that's what people liked about themes another thing that i would absolutely request they do is just like the themes this would be something you set to a particular game's tile, that would actually be your photos, your screenshots that you take. How cool would it be? How many times do you guys do what I do? Where you like line up the best picture you can and you get done with it. You're like, man, I love that. That is such a great picture of this game, right? Say it's God of War Ragnarok. I'm talking a lot about that. Say it's God of War Ragnarok. You're like, man, that's awesome. How can I use it? Other than sharing it with people, how can you use it more personally? Man, how cool would it be if you could go and set it for that title. I think that would be awesome. Personally, I, me and Hulk and Yoda were talking about this. I still have my Uncharted 4 picture I took that I've just absolutely been in love with that picture. I've had it since the game came out in 2016. I've used it. It's on my PlayStation account. It's on my profile. But on my PS4, it stayed up for so long. And then occasionally I would still pull it up as my background picture for my PS4. Now that dashboard acted as a theme. I think they should bring that back. I think if you're playing God of War and you do a cool screenshot, Man, you want to do more than just share it. You want to kind of apply it. There you go. Or say you play something like Lost Judgment. Again, any game, it doesn't matter. And the cool thing about these is you can make it personal, however you want to. If you're playing God of War, but you think it'd be kind of fun if you had a Marvel's Avengers Thor pick that you took from that game and you want to apply it to God of War Ragnarok, hey, man, it's your world. We're just living in it. You put it in the background. I just think those kind of things are fun. Again, it's customizing it. You get the game tiles, it can be any look based on what developers put out, bonuses, awards, whatever it may be. You can customize it, you can keep it stock if you want to. I don't think this would affect Sony. I don't think this would even take a lot of money, a lot of effort to get them to allow this. I just think it would be extremely beneficial. I think people would like it. And again, when it comes to the screenshots, I love taking them and I would love to be able to apply them. The other thing that I was thinking about is something that if you've listened to my show for a while, I've talked about it. It's been a while. I'm going to bring it back up because I want this to be a thing so bad. Look, guys, I loved Sackboy. I loved Sackboy's Big Adventure. I think it would be so much fun and very cool, customizable if we got our own avatars and our avatars were little Sackboys. 
you could go in, you could change the texture of them. Now, if you played Sackboy Big Adventure, you can do that in that game as well, but this would be your own way to customize it. You want them to look brown, just like the uh, you know default look of Sackboy? Great. You want them to be green. You want them to have skin like a banana peel? It doesn't matter. You want them to be cloth, leather, whatever. You can go with it and you can customize that. The rewards come in different unlocks you get for each game. For example, you're playing God of War, and let's say you get 500 kills. Is the goal to get this certain award? Boom. Now your sack boy can be equipped with the Blades of Chaos. Or say you kill 500 people with the Leviathan Axe. Guess what? Now your sack boy can actually hold that. Now the cool thing is you can apply this to so many different games. Say it's Uncharted and you sit there and you know you play through and you, you do something really cool, right? I, I don't know what it is. You shoot 500 people. I'm going to keep going 500 people, right? It's just the first thing popping in my mind. But that might unlock Sully's mustache. That's cool. Maybe you climb up a mountain in 30 seconds right and that's a, a challenging feat and you unlock nathan drake's shirt right and then different things will get you the way to unlock the full nathan drake outfit boots pants shirt whatever now that's all well and fine you can mix and match that with any other games rewards however it may be but say you get the platinum in that game well guess what now you get a special unlocked suit right like it's a different one it's a different style and maybe even a different background to pose your avatar on so when people see it it's not just in a standard pose it's in a really cool nathan drake maybe you're hanging off a train or something if i didn't get the platinum i don't have access to that so it's another cool reward to reward people with and get people to go for also playstation has the playstation rewards thing going on right now where you go and you check you play so many games you pre-order whatever it may be this would be another awesome way to offer these up right Hey, man, did you play these five games this month? If you did, cool. Here's a cool PlayStation controller to hold, and your avatar will be holding that. And again, it's all tied to Sackboy, Sackboy being one of the PlayStation mascots. I just think it would be awesome, and he's made for customizing. I just think about these things when I play these games because I think back to Xbox avatars, and I know Xbox avatars had this, so if you were thinking I wasn't going to say this, nope, I'm definitely bringing it back to that. And, you know, back in 2010, when I actually played my Xbox a decent amount, I loved Avatar Wars. I remember I went for them in Fable 3, trying to get the crown, and I know I really was looking all through the world because you'd find them in the world in Red Dead Redemption. You got some for completing certain trophies, and I just thought it was so cool to go and do that. I think this would be an excellent way for PlayStation to really kind of do something customizable. It would definitely be geared towards PlayStation itself because... Hey, man, it's Sackboy. It's their rewards. And I mean, hey, man, they can ask third-party games to also be included. Hey, WWE, when you do this, could you put some in? Could we go for wrestling belts? Could you get the cool long hair like Drew McIntyre or Roman Reigns' lays that he comes out in? I think all of that would be cool. I would be so into that. Those are the kind of things I love, man. Like, granted, yeah, when I went back on Xbox in 2019 and I got to explore and play around, yeah, I did actually get to get some Avatar Awards, but there were so many cool ones from like Red Dead Redemption 2 that I was like, man, I'd love to dress my dude up as John Marston or Arthur Morgan. But the problem is, is I don't want to pay five bucks for that. That's like, honestly, for me, it was just kind of throwing it away. However, if you're telling me I can unlock these in the game while I'm playing, guys, that's going to be even more addicting to me than trophies. So I would love to see a couple of things. I'd love to see some premium type themes for each game tile that we could customize. I'd love to be able to put our own screenshots as backdrops for the games we're playing. And most of all, I really want our own customizable Sackboy avatars with PlayStation rewards to unlock. 
So gamers, let's talk about the graveyard shift. And I gotta be honest, right out the gate, I am very disappointed with the graveyard shift this week. And it's not because of anything I played, it's what I didn't play. See, I had pre-ordered God of War Ragnarok. Now, I personally still enjoy Disc. I do. I like the collection of it. I don't actually keep the cases. They go into a DVD binder, but having them in order, like this God of War with 2018, that just sounds cool. All the Yakuza's together. Like, I like that, right? It's not really a collector thing. It's just, I don't know, it's just my preference. I have nothing wrong with digital game. In fact, my favorite game of all time, Red Dead Redemption 2, I have digitally. But there's just something about Disc. And ultimately, going into... You know, the release of God of War back in September. I pre-ordered it through Amazon, not knowing that uh, I was going to have a family vacation coming up starting next week. So it was going to be one of those things where I only had a couple of days to play it. Well, unfortunately, I'm excited. I'm thinking this morning, it is Thursday, I'm going to be able to play God of War Ragnarok, get started. I know it came out on Wednesday, but with Amazon, you know, it was supposed to come in Wednesday. I would get it, install it Wednesday night, play it. Thursday morning. Unfortunately, what ended up happening is my game was delayed, so it's not going to be there. I have to do these episodes on Thursday, so they release on Friday, so unfortunately, I just don't even get to talk about it. I can't tell you how frustrated I am about this. Apparently, though, you know, hey, like I said, I've been out of the country. If you've heard my show, you know that. So the last time I had pre-ordered a game through Amazon, it was Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I don't typically get a lot of day one games. Typically, they're kind of a couple weeks old by the time I get to them. And I had no problem with it. So I know I'm venting a little bit on this graveyard shift, but I'm just putting this out there, gamers. Apparently it's been known. It's talked about online. Amazon is no longer really good at making sure you get games the day they come out. So unfortunately, I uh, I am God of Warless. I was really expecting to start this graveyard shift. Stoked about it, talking all about it, because that is one of my core franchises. Definitely check out my God of War franchise episode. But... As I deal with that disappointment, hopefully I will be able to put in a couple hours tomorrow morning, maybe a few more here or there before I leave. So hopefully all that pans out. But what did I play on this graveyard shift? Because as far as what I played, I gotta admit, I did enjoy what I played on my graveyard shift a lot. And it's kind of eclectic. It's kind of all over the board. So first let's talk with Assassin's Creed Rogue. And this is a game that, you know, it's one of my favorite of this series, right? It's, it's probably number three. I think if I was to rank it, Assassin's Creed Syndicate's number one, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, then Rogue. I've always loved Rogue. The story, the setting, the gameplay, I just think it's, it is so good. And, and so many people love Black Flag, and I wish I could just say, hey, Black Flag is awesome. But everything you can do in Black Flag, you can do in Rogue, and it's actually a little bit better. It's just not the Pirates, it's not the Caribbean, but it is just such a great game. I gotta say, one of the coolest moments was actually taking out Lawrence Washington. See, one of the things about these older Assassin's Creed games is you have these optional objectives. And the thing is, they're actually tied to trophies. If you guys remember back when I replayed Syndicate this past summer, it was pretty much having to replay the entire game just to make sure I knocked these things out to get that platinum. So in this game, as I'm kind of like, okay, this is a replay, but at the same time, the goal is to get a platinum, I'm trying to pay attention to those. And to kill Lawrence Washington, the side objective or optional objective is to do it well blended. Now, this was really cool. I was trying to remember how Hulking Yoda did it because he actually had tips on it on his show a couple months ago when he was playing through it. So I'm sitting there and you go into this area and he's kind of walking in this giant circle. There's bushes to hide in. There's guards everywhere. So I go and I get into a bush and I'm slowly, as guards get close, I'm taking them out. Well, there's one sniper that's like dead above me that I'm like, man, I, I can't let him see me. But right before this, you unlock an air rifle, which allows you to either shoot uh, darts that make people go to sleep or darts that put people, make them berserk, right? Now, 
The thing and the difference between them is that with the sleep darts, they'll wake up after a minute, maybe two minutes. The berserk dart, after they go berserk and start killing people, if they don't die or are killed by somebody else, they will just die on their own. So I was like, all right, I'm going to hit this sniper with this berserk dart. He may take out one of the other guards. Then I can walk up to one of the people or, you know, groups of people and blend in with them so I can get that optional object and kill Lawrence Washington as he's walking by. Well, what ended up happening is hit the guy with the dart. He climbs down. He runs up, attacks a guard. Around that time, Lawrence Washington sees it and decides to be a hero, which, by the way, he's not exactly in the best health going into this mission. And he runs up and the guy just straight up kills Lawrence Washington. Now, my first thought is, oh, my word, I'm in a bush. Like, this isn't blending. Like, I got to redo this objective. But no, because I was in a bush, that actually counted as blending. I thought blending was when you were just standing with a group of people. So awesome, man. Awesome kill. Got the side objective. And honestly, it's one of those things that you're like, that's kind of cool. So that clip will be on my Instagram. It'll be on my Twitter page. Definitely check that out because I just thought it was really cool. That was one of those things like, okay, I didn't plan for that, but that worked out really, really well. Now in WWE 2K22, I've been playing a little bit more of My Rise, and I have to say, really enjoying it. I finally started my SmackDown. Like I'd taken a little side detour and went and tried out my GM mode, but I'm back to My Rise as I'm sitting there playing it, having a lot of fun, and I'm really just doing some, I guess you would consider them side objectives. You know, there's main stories, or I would assume they're main stories, where they're a little bit more in depth, and then there's ones that are just like, hey, go do this match, and you'll get like a smaller amount of experience points, smaller amount of attributes, whatever it may be. So I ended up just doing a couple of those. One of them was to take on Apollo Crews and hit him with a Singapore cane uh, a few times. You had to do it, like break two of them. That was cool. Kind of an easy match. No problem. Boom. The next one was fight Shinsuke Nakamura in a strong style match, which basically means make him submit or knock him out. And I thought that was really cool, really fun, really kind of played into Shinsuke Nakamura, his gimmick, all that fun stuff. Ultimately, I knocked him out with a finisher. It was really cool, just, you know, a different type of match, different type of style, something variety is always nice. And finally, I got asked to participate in a charity battle royal, and it was fun. I hadn't played a battle royal yet in the game. I think it's pretty much the same uh, basic idea as the battle royals and the Royal Rumbles from previous games, where if you throw them into the ropes, you have to hit a certain button to fill up a meter while they hit it to lower the meter, and whoever wins, they're either eliminated or not. I will say, I do hope that 2K, going into 2K23, really kind of look at fine-tuning anything with multi-man matches. And the reason I say that is the battle royals are cool, but there's a lot of times where you're trying to throw somebody out and another person comes and hits you. And it's like, why wouldn't you help me throw this out? Plus, I think that minigame is cool, but I think it gives a little bit too much to the AI. Like, there's a lot of times where the AI just fights you so quick it's not even funny, even if you've been whipping that guy's butt. So, uh, But overall, I enjoyed the Battle Royal. I did win the Battle Royal. The objective was just try to win. I actually won it, so I thought that was pretty cool, pretty fun. And then finally, the last game that I put some serious time into was Lost Judgment. As I've talked about, that's a game that I'm just not ready to close the door on and move away from. Been wanting to do some more side cases, some more of the school stories, and I just advanced to the next big plot point in the dance club. And I gotta say, as crazy and as silly as it is, it's just a lot of fun. And I'm kind of getting into it. I can see myself definitely going, okay, I have got to start carving more time out for this game because, you know, hey man, I do want to do these school stories. I do want to do the side cases. But at the end of the day, man, I'm just, I'm thoroughly loving the game. So I've definitely got to make a point going forward to maybe once a week say, okay, you got to focus on Lost Judgment. Let's do this because this is just a lot of fun, especially if you like the Yakuza style games. 
And then I actually played through three games this past week, and the goal wasn't to do a whole lot as far as gameplay goes. The first one up is Batman Arkham Knight. I mentioned that earlier, my unfinished business. And yes, I do want to go for the Platinum, but that wasn't the point in this one. That wasn't the point of replaying it. I really have gotten into virtual photography. I love doing it. I'm very amateurish, and it's really about kind of setting it up and get some really cool scenes and landscapes or whatever. And this is a game that has been on my mind to try out to really see if I can take some cool pictures in. So I loaded it up, and of course I did play one or two missions, because why not try to knock out you know, a little bit further in that replay? And I gotta tell you, right out the gate, I'm still blown away by how good this game looks. Uh, the details, I mean, the entire time it's raining that I was playing, and you know, the water is just dripping down Batman's cowl, and just, oh, the way the wind would blow his cape and stuff. Uh, so I had a lot of fun with that. Kind of, you know, still in the early beginnings of the New Game Plus mode, you know, it, it's not exactly... Like, I got that far when I started it. So it's it's early. I'm still learning things. Like, it was teaching me how to do the fear takedowns. But trust me, after not playing the game for several years, it was kind of nice to kind of get reacquainted with that. So had a lot of fun with that. Took some great shots that you'll be seeing on Instagram and Twitter and whatnot. Then I moved on to Metal Gear Solid Five, Another one. Now, this one does not have a photo mode. So it's one of the ones that with virtual photography, I'm kind of having to frame things just right and just kind of make my own shots, see what I can do in action, and you know, hit that button at just the right time. And I gotta say, first off, absolutely took some pictures that I really was proud of when it was all said and done with, especially considering, you know, A, my lack of skills, right? I'm not a professional photographer or whatnot. And also the fact that there's no photo mode to frame things. So I felt really cool with some of the way the pictures came out. And also, God, I love that game. Like, that is a game that I could see myself jumping back into and just kind of researching to see what all I had to do to get the Platinum, just to give it that thumbs up. But at the same time, like, I just love that game. You know, there's sometimes in gaming where, you know, we talk about escapism. Like, I just like to play games so I can put everything to the side. I can just, you know, focus on a game. And then there's some games where I feel like you just connect with the main character and you feel like this is your mission. And... Uh, you're living your own fantasy world. That's how I feel about Metal Gear 5. Like, when I'm playing as Big Boss, yo, I am Big Boss. And this is my mission. And in my mind, there's a reason why I'm going after this outpost or I'm getting this prisoner. Like, you know, the game's done and over. This is just me having fun. And what's really cool about Metal Gear 5 is you actually create your own character that if you want to, you can actually be that character. So that's a lot of fun as well. But ultimately, I had a lot of fun with that game. Just that escapism was just awesome. It was on point. And the last game I really focused on as far as some taking some photos, virtual photography, was Days Gone. I've talked about that game being underrated and overlooked, and it really was. I think it's got a lot of love now, now that, A, they were able to kind of do some patches in 2019. By 2020, it was playing amazingly. But when it went to the PlayStation Plus collection and people on the PS5 were playing it, which allowed it to run that much smoother, I think people really said, oh, wow, like, we slept on this game. Unfortunately, it's one of those games that the developers had an idea for the sequel that just was not in line with the base game. And Sony, seeing that people warmly jump on Days Gone when it released, kind of like, nah, man, we're not interested. And it sucks because oh, I can't tell you how much I love that game. Just being in there, just taking out a few freakers, which is what they call zombies, and just exploring a little bit. I was like, again, this is another game. I think I have like eight hordes in the game that I didn't take out. That I'm like, I could see myself just jumping in and just taking out the hordes just because it's that much fun. I enjoy exploring this world. And since it's been over three years since I've found myself really like, you know, spending hours upon hours playing the game and exploring. I just feel like it would be that. It would be exploring. It's refining places because I don't remember where everything is in the map. I don't remember all the little houses you see. So it'd be really cool kind of, it'd almost be fresh again if I 
can say that. So ultimately, I loved my time with those three modes. And again, virtual photography is not something that I haven't done. I've shared screenshots since I first got my PS4. And it was one of the main features that I was super excited for going into last generation. But I've always kind of been focused on showing what I'm playing, what I'm doing in the game and whatnot. Whereas following people on Twitter, following people on Instagram, I've just kind of really fallen in love with how certain people take the time to frame things, to add color, to really kind of just instead of catching like, hey, check out this awesome pic I took in Metal Gear Solid 5 to, hey, look, I took this picture of, you know, what I played in Metal Gear 5 and I turned it into artwork. So I've really become a big fan of that. And that's become a lot of what the graveyard shift is, which I'm not going to lie. I had a lot of plans to take a lot of pictures and do some cool stuff with God of War Ragnarok. But hopefully when I come back with another graveyard shift in about three weeks, I will have the ability to talk to you about Ragnarok. So gamers, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Again, Unfinished Business. We all have it. That's some of the games that I have Unfinished Business with. Will I ever complete that business? It remains to be seen. As always, I will let you know as I play along. And then what do you think about my idea for themes? What do you think about my idea for screenshots? And man, what do you think about my idea for avatars? The Graveyard Shift had a lot of fun. I talked a lot about virtual photography. I'd love to know if you yourself are into that. I'd also love to know your thoughts on any of the games I talked about playing. And of course... If for whatever reason you didn't get to play Ragnarok this week, man, I share your pain. Now, I've mentioned being on vacation and it being about three weeks before I do another graveyard shift, but do not worry. Next week, I will have my review for Ghost of Tsushima Icky Islands expansion, so you can listen to that. And then the following week, I will be doing my annual games I want to see under the Christmas tree. So there is going to be a graveyard gaming episode dropping the next two Fridays. I'm not going a week without you guys having something, so... Something for you guys to enjoy and listen to. But you can always find me at thegraveyardgamer.gmail.com to let me know what you think about any of the stuff we talked about. You can see all my pictures and whatnot on Instagram at thegraveyardgamer or on Twitter at thegraveyardg. Till next time, I'll be creeping out of the graveyard. <laughs>